This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like ugly Christmas sweater karaoke and holiday music bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hot Off the Mess. So it's Friday, and you know what that means. That means it's a Bravo Friday, and I'm so excited to introduce my two guests. We have Dylan and Barry from the podcast Mention It All and the brains behind Bravo by Betches. Hi, you guys. Hey, Sam. How are you? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning It's to so you. fun to be on Bravo Friday because we do an episode on Thursday <laughs> and we like to joke that it's our podcast Friday, but this is like an actual Friday, yeah. like a Friday Friday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how are you? We are hanging in. No, we're thriving. I mean, I was going to be like, we're great. But then I was like, I don't know if that's true for myself. And I definitely don't know if it's true for Barry. So, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my God. The people think that we're like really on edge, like bad in a bad place. But we're really good. Like we have our Bravo shows keeping us going through the week. And that's about it. OK. Except for this week, we had New York keeping us going. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so here's the they thing. They have to know right now, like. <laughs> To not, to like skip a Beverly Hills week, like, okay, you gotta, you know, we're struggling here. When there's not something on, I I feel that they need to give us something else. Maybe like a marathon of some yeah. sort or an explanation. Or a like, Salt Lake City trailer. Yeah, where is that? I don't know. Like, I feel like with these trailers, like, I'm not the person who's like, I don't have, like, all my, like, sources and minions and whatever. Like, I don't I know no one. get that involved. Same. So it always just, like, pops up all of a sudden. Somebody's like, Salt Lake trailer today, definitely. And I'm like, Or they're okay. like, grab your coats and mittens. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what oh, my God. On? 
I like that intro. There's like those accounts on Twitter where like their sole focus is like tea and updates on like filming. Yes. And the way they tweet about these shows is like so funny to me because I'm like, I don't care that much about what's happening with Dallas. Like, I don't need like a day to day on like these girls are getting antsy waiting for their contracts. I'm like, okay. Yeah, they're like, who's going to get their cowboy boots? It's like, I don't know. (laughs) What part of Dallas I do care about, though, is Tiffany Moon because like, yes, I need more. And she's now becoming friends with like people in different franchises. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can she? Bershawn Mm -hmm. hung out with Cameron and Carrie. Okay. Okay. That feels not strange. the trio. I see. Yeah, Bershawn is she loves uh, a Bravo celebrity connection. Yeah. Um, feels a little bit thirsty sometimes. You know, we saw her at um, who her she, oh like she had um Ashley and Candace at her mm-hmm. like watch party. <laughs> she was like hanging out or tagging the Family Karma crew. Like I feel like she is like very excited to be in the like bravo family and is kind of like she'll like sell her soul to get a picture with anyone yeah yeah that's what her instagram is giving me a little bit lately it's like (laughs) it's like i'm in new york yeah like i live for that level of delusion a little bit but also like is she gonna be at the reunion i mean they kind of have to have her right I think she will be because I feel like they're basically they brought her in at like the halfway point and I'm getting the vibe that for the second half of the season she's pretty much like there around a shoe in so I feel like she'll be there for you know a part of the reunion which honestly at this point like they should have us at the they should have like anyone (laughs) else at the reunion I saw somebody said that they should have a one-part clubhouse reunion. <laughs> like that's what they deserve this the season. A watch what happens live reunion. Yeah, and like I will say, I think there are some interesting things to unpack from this season. So like, there still is a reason to like have a reunion, and obviously they yeah. will. But like, three parts sounds bleak. No, I can't. It needs to just be one. Like, just give us like yeah. a lot in one episode. Don't like give us a little and sprinkle it throughout. I can't. They can do, like, one of those super-sized episodes, maybe, mm-hmm. like, 75, maybe 90 minutes if they mm-hmm. earn it. But, like, I can't spend three weeks of my life talking about that reunion. No. Yeah, Dylan and I come up with fun ideas for production to do. We actually okay. – and a lot of our ideas are really good. And one of them is <laughs> a longer episode of a reunion because exactly what you just said. Like, it's so much better. It's almost like you're sitting down and watching a movie. And I get it. Maybe they have other things going on, like schedule-wise. But it's so much better for everybody to sit down and watch one episode. I agree. Let it be. And Or like an hour and 15. Sam, minutes. I don't know if you watch. Did you watch Below Deck Sailing this season? No. Okay. So it, not important. Honesty. But it was okay. a good season. I heard it was great. And they had a. It was great. They had a two-part reunion, and I loved that they had the two parts air on back-to-back nights. So it was like, we watched it two nights in a row. We only had to talk about it once on our podcast. Like, you just kind of, like, took in all the information, and then it was over. Like, we didn't have to sit around being like, okay, like, I wonder next week what this person will say about that drama. It's like, sometimes you just got to get in and get out. Yeah, and so that kind of, like, I'm not a Bachelor person. I like peripherally like seeing what's going on in the bachelor world but I don't like really watching but that is where they get me though is I like that they have it usually Monday and Tuesday and then you're kind of 
you're kind of done until the next week and then it's Monday. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, except those episodes are like three hours each and that's – we need we need a medium. Yeah. Like that's too much. The Bachelor, like I feel like their format is really good, but the way they like edit the show and put it together is like so uninteresting to me. Like whenever I try to watch it, this season I'm not, but like, uh, um, like in the fall I kind of was – and it just is like these two hour episodes where nothing happens. Like it's very difficult for me to get into. Yeah. And it, like on paper, it should be such a good such show. Such a good show. And I think as a Housewives fan, it's hard to get into Bachelor because it moves so slowly and there's really never any like drama. Like I'm used yeah. to people like accusing people of cheating on each other and yelling at each other and calling each other whores. That's what I like out of reality television. I stopped watching The Bachelor this season a long time ago, and it's no drama. Everyone, lo- I don't need to watch like continue continued episodes of like therapy sessions. I don't, I don't want to watch that. That's a TLC show, you know. <laughs> With reality shows, there's a fine line between. We all know that people are produced, and you know, there's like stuff happening behind the scenes. But I feel like with Bachelor, sometimes it's like so apparent. That it's like, okay, like, you're here to be the mess. And, like, you're here to be the sob story. And, like, the storylines are, like, so pre-planned, it feels like. Whereas Housewives, I mean, you can tell that, like, when Bershawn walks into the room and, like, immediately is like, y'all are boring. Like, maybe somebody, like, suggested that to her. (laughs) Maybe someone kind of pushed her in that direction. It feels a little more like, oh, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. Not like, oh, duh. Yeah, or like when Danielle brought the book oh, to the yes. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I could watch for the rest of my life. Like I can't watch what's his face, Greg, throw like a fish in the air on Bachelor. I, like I saw that clip on TikTok, and I was like, "That's that's what they're watch. That's what people are watching." Wait, so I know we we need to we need to gear back onto Bravo, but I have because I can't anymore with this. But <laughs> yeah, I do okay. have one serious question, yeah. and I know the three of us literally all just said we don't watch The Bachelor. But yeah. is it true that a men tell all this week she called one of them the wrong name? Like she was like, "Thank you, Thomas," yes. and that was not his name. Stop. Yes, I only know that because I edited the Betches recap. I did not watch it. That's like but calling yeah, someone she- the wrong name during sex. She called one of them the name of a guy who I think is still in the final four or whatever. That's but the this drama was a guy that need. she had sent home. That's like that's the kind of drama I live for. Yeah. Yeah. But then like the guy who she said was a bad kisser had like some girl from the audience come and kiss him and that oh just feels my. so staged. And didn't she like drop a music video like the next day? Oh yeah. Fun fact, <laughs> yeah. the guy and that girl are like both recording artists. <laughs> You guys, this is like not another teen movie. Yeah, it's like, and here's the thing. I love that I was like, I don't really like watch it, but yet I'm like, and then Greg threw a fish. Like, what am I talking about? We know like, we know like plot details. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Okay, so back to Housewives. Let's get back. So I have a question. What was your like introduction to Bravo? And like when? I feel like Dylan knows like hit, like he's his journey. Yeah, what's your journey? So mine, I, the first Bravo show, well, okay, technically the first Bravo show I ever watched was NYC Prep back in the day when it was on, because I was in high school, and it felt very aspirational to me. And very Gossip Girl. Yes, and like, I remember Andy Cohen came and did a QA and a at my school, because St. Louis Pride. Oh, yeah. Um, and there was like a Q&A portion, and my question was, 
when is season two of NYC prep? And he was like, eh. He's like, never. <laughs> You'll just be asking for this um, 10 years later. But so, but then my actual like real entry into like Bravo was I started watching New York in like 2017 um, and just kind of never looked back. I like literally like 2018, when I think about it, I'm like, what did I do besides watch Housewives? Because I'm like, okay, so I watched all of New York, then all of Beverly Hills, and then Vanderpump Rules, and then Jersey, and like all of a sudden I was just done with all of it. So it's kind of scary. That was a lot to take on, like at once. It was. It was. I like was, uh, I watched Dylan go through this all, like literally we're at work, like, and it was amazing. (laughs) I have a couple friends who were like influential in getting me to start watching Bravo, and it's funny for them now to be like, Wait, I literally like told you you should watch this, and then it, now it's like your job, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know, I committed. I <laughs> have always been like a reality TV junkie. What, regardless of the what network, was like your I, first one that you remember? Oh, oh my God, prop, no joke, like the Real World. I've always watched the Real World, then yeah. moved on to the Challenge, and then like, but I'm talking about like Rock of Love, Flavor of Love, like everything. Daisy, so, Daisy, of love. so yes, Daisy with those t- neck tats. I love that, but like. <laughs> I so I don't literally remember the first time I ever watched Housewives, but I have watched all of them, literally yeah. all of them. And then, but it's so crazy, like when you ask a question like that, and then like Dylan, because like we watch this for fun. So now we work at a media company, and like we literally watch Dylan build the Bravo by Betch's Instagram from like a hobby slash passion that he had, and now it is what it is now, and it's like really cool. Yeah. We launched that Instagram account the week of BravoCon in 2019. <laughs> when when we went like, to Kelly Dodd's engagement party that week. When we, <laughs> that week. Oh, how times have changed. Oh, my God. That night was crazy. L- Leanne was there. It was literally like the <laughs> Bronwyn was all there. the fired housewives. Oh, God. Dylan, remember she Barbara sent us there. hats and stuff like and the and the actual drink like to the office. And we're like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And now I yes, threw out I her hat like, the I other day. I was DMing with her. I was like, yes, girl, send the positive beverage. Oh, my God. And I like pretended to like it. It was, it was like it tasted disgusting. What was the fl- it was like tangerine or something. And it was like so like it tasted just like Splenda in a can, like fake sugar. Like if Kelly was a drink. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Now she's now she's making cameos for people making fun of their pronouns. Okay. Can you imagine, like, first of all, paying a hundred dollars to get a cameo from Kelly, but then like no. you're no. getting it for your friend all, who no. clearly <laughs> likes her or yeah. something, and then she like mocks her and it's like talking about wait Barry did you did you see this video no so in the like cameo instructions I guess they had written it's for like like whatever her name is like it's for like Christine she her and then they it's the thing and she's like okay so I'm making this cameo for Christine she her I don't get that like you're either a boy or a girl like I don't get that like she her she her you're Christine and it's like and then Rick chimes in and it's like, this is why I love you, babe. Like, you're so real. <laughs> you give no fucks. Yeah, I was like, she's a that's, monster. That's like why that's he problematic loves her. to begin with, but also the fact that that's uh, you're doing that in a message to someone that paid for it. Wait, I'm like appalled, but like I'm not appalled. Like I'm not. You know I'm what I mean? I'm not shocked. I don't have it right. I don't have it in me to be like actually upset anymore. I'm just like, damn, this woman sucks. She's if just- there's a lot of people, like if they were. A hundred dollars, I get it if you're a fan and also like 
it's different if you see them in real life or not. But like, there are some people on Bravo. If they were in front of me, I wouldn't go up to them like for free. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't. I'm not like that. Like I don't. I don't really care. But no, like there are totally housewives and stuff where like. You know, if it was the right situation, I would be like, LOL, look at this person. Let's get a photo. But, like, I'm not going to run up to, like, no. you know, if I saw, like, Kristen Takeman in the park, I'm not going to, like, ruin her day to get a photo. Me and Kristen Takeman were both at Dockers in the Hamptons, like, two summers ago. And I saw her just <laughs> walking around the restaurant aimlessly, like, maybe waiting for someone to come up with to her, like, to take a picture. But, like, I was – I. No one did. And so, like, that's there. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, like, come take a pic with me. But I, you know. Also, I think you guys are obviously, like, you guys run this, like, Bravo account um, on Instagram. Dylan does. Well, Dylan does. But then, like, you also do the podcast. So it's like, you you know. Yes. Um, Do you find it hard to, like, do you, like, befriending the women? Do you, like, kind of keeping them at arm's length? Like, what is your relationship like with them? It depends who it is. Yeah, I love, like, a, I love an arm's length friendly relationship. Yeah. Like, where they'll respond to a story or, like, if we tag them in something, they'll leave a fun comment and maybe we DM every now and then. But, like, I don't really have any desire to be, They're like, friend. personal friends <laughs> no. with people. They're, but it's also, like, you have what you have in common. You know what I mean? Like, I, there are housewives I talk to. Like, I talk to Jackie, but me and Jackie are not in the same, um, uh, the same place in our lives. Like, she has four children. I'm, like, single going out. And so, like... And, like, I also, hot. And, and both and hot, hot. Yeah, but like and hot. And, like, and hot. But, like, <laughs> Leah, I talk to Leah, too. And, like, Leah, I would go out with. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I also think, like, in general, like, I try to not get too invested in, like, the feuds and stuff. Like, I love, you know, breaking them down and talking about them and stuff. But it's, like, it doesn't benefit me to be, like, oh, my God, like, Jen Eden, like, my yeah. life, my queen, my whatever. Because then she's going to say something problematic the next week. And I'm going to be, like, yeah. uh, so I'm just, like, Well, we whatever. did that with Bersham. But I also don't like getting involved in, like the drama like I don't want them reporting things to me oh god that no. gives me so much anxiety because I'm like okay you mean like, like their sides of the story yeah like, because then it gets yeah. messy right. and then my account becomes biased or something and like that gives me so much stress because I am a viewer first of all like Correct. I'm a lover of all of these women so it's like I really try my best to not like get involved in that way I will say uh one bravo liberty I won't say who um like wanted like when um hannah announced that she's not coming back to chat room i got a dm asking basically to like campaign for fill in the blank person Mm -hmm. to be on chat room and i'm like i don't care yeah like i don't yeah i'm not invested in that the one thing um christine quinn from selling sunset follows me on my personal instagram And she has slid into my DMs to talk shit about <laughs> co-stars once or twice. And that I love because I'm like, I'm not involved in this, but I love knowing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's also like not Bravo related. So it's yeah. like, right. and it's on your personal Instagram. So that makes it yeah. even better. <laughs> See, oh and Sam, I agree. Like we are viewers. Like, yeah, we have like the platform to talk about it, which is fun. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I'm opinionated and I'm entitled to have my opinion, but I also am not going to 
say like things that shouldn't be said because I know they shouldn't, but yeah. I'm I'm still not going to have a problem saying like I like someone or I don't like someone because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I am recapping a reality show that I am watching on right. television. So it's like I'm have an opinion on it. And I think you two have like a really good idea of like nuance. Like you're not very like I'm blindly team this person. You can easily be like, okay, I can see where this person was wrong, but I also see the other side yeah. of it. Like you're very able to like see what it is. A few when Candace it, when Candace dropped her new single a oh. few Drive weeks back. ago. Drive back. Stream drive back. <laughs> Just Candace, not Candace. It, there's no last name anymore. Nope. Um, I like posted about it, like a clip from it. And I was like, this song is catchy or this song is a bop or something. And people got so heated in the comments. They were like, they were like, absolutely not. Like this song is trash. I could never listen to such a That's garbage. Your- then don't listen. Yeah. Don't listen. Yeah. Then don't like, I didn't say she's like going to win a Grammy. I said like the song's catchy. Right. And like, imagine being team no physical assault on housewives during rehearsals of Potomac. That was a struggle. Everyone was, yeah. like, going ham about that and being like, you should never. But, like, we, what Bravo didn't do and what we didn't do really talk about is, like, all of the other physical altercations that were on television. And, like, why was that one so high? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the season before, Danielle and Margaret got in a fight. Like, it was, it was... It's just crazy, but yeah, I know I was like, well, I don't like violence, but I was like, but if it calls for it, no. <laughs> I just like people just get so upset, and then sometimes when I get like hate or whatever, uh, I mostly have all those people blocked. But when I get it, I like literally. I think we're all blocked by the same person. Oh, probably. I have so many people blocked. It's like it's like a it's like a scroll, um, but. I think to myself, like, I can't imagine, like, what these women go through when, like, oh my I God. get hate for, like, liking Candace. I can't imagine what Candace gets or whoever. I do think about that often because I remember when we, like, first started doing the podcast. I still, I read reviews, like, all the time because they, like, make you laugh. Like, it's funny. It's It really is funny. The negative ones <laughs> are, like, the ones that actually keep you going but that's my mindset because right. that might not be someone else's mindset because it's like you took the time to actually write that. write that. Yeah. You just don't have to listen, but I still want you to listen because you can't like, even just give you, it a one star. You don't have to write a but, paragraph. Yeah, but it's funny because it's like I laugh because there are people who and I don't have a big following, but it's funny because people will DM me to get my personal opinion. And I answer them, but in like a nice, kind way. And it's so funny if you have a negative thing to say, just like reach you don't know me as a person reach out to me and ask like what and we can have a conversation I do with everyone and they're like oh my god thank you so much for explaining thank you so much for like answering and it's so yeah like it was it was funny to me um (laughs) Sam so you were on our podcast the other day and at that point we all thought Paris Hilton was pregnant (laughs) and she's not and we literally talked about it so briefly and I got a DM that was like actually Paris Hilton's not pregnant and it was like two days later and it's like I know that now yeah, we recorded it. <laughs> like we all have the same internet yeah. babe like <laughs> also welcome to mine and dylan's lives where we can record one minute later oh my god a new fact will come oh out it, it happens every single time i specifically remember when lala <laughs> had her baby we recorded that morning and on that episode like we don't even talk about lala that much and on that episode we were like damn like lala must be having her baby any second like 
what's the name going to be, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, I'm, like, writing the episode description, and it's, like, little baby ocean. That happened to me a couple weeks ago when I thought Kim Cattrall was going to space. I had to put in a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode, like, Kim Cattrall is not going to space, but I'm leaving this in here because I was so excited. A disclaimer. Guys, sorry, got excited. It's just a mannequin. Yeah, sorry, they were referencing her movie. (laughs) Like, it's so embarrassing. Okay, Sam, I have a question oh, okay. for you. Tables are turning. It's a loaded one. Okay. Loaded. Who? There's. It's. You can answer one or the other. Okay. Either who is your favorite housewife, least favorite housewife of all time, slash like what is your favorite Bravo show on or off the air still of all time? These make you really. Think, yeah, they do. They? Oh my god, I feel like okay. he's like, look at me. I'm the yeah, host whose now. Whose podcast is this? Um. <laughs> so fun. You don't expect. No. It. Okay. So my. Th- favorite bravo show can i do like an era you you, yeah. you can literally do whatever you want it's your okay <laughs> i forgot <laughs> i forgot um okay my favorite era was probably vanderpump rules Ooh. seasons one to five mm-hmm. that was like okay. my creme de la creme like i iconic iconic i could watch fucking jacks cheat on britney for eternity like, I will never get sick of it because it, like, sends, like, this rush through me. Or, like, when James spit on the Kristen's door or, like, when Lala, oh like, took her top off in the waterfall and everyone got so pissed. Like, that is the time where I was thriving. I feel like the Jackson Brittany thing has changed because there was a point where I was like, oh, sweet Brittany, sweet, sweet, innocent Brittany. And, no. like, I think a lot of us felt that way at one point they or another. They set it up that way. Right, they set it like, up for us to be very sympathetic to her, and and I think now I have like no positive feelings about either of them. So when you think about the situation, kind of like on a larger scale, it's like oh, like it's funny. It's ridiculous. Remember when at Stassi's birthday, when Jax ripped his sweater off in the parking lot, and he's like, "You want to go? You want to go?" And Tom was wearing two belts. Not Those the belts. The days. Not we never did get the chunky sweater line. Tom, you know Tom like thrived at Warp Tour. Do you guys know what that is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I know. He's like, yeah, no, because I mean, think what's his, what was his band name? Like Funky Trombone or like. Funky Trumpet or uh, Funky Drum. No, it was like. Surprise, I brought my trumpet. Favorite line, <laughs> best line of all Vanderpump Rules. And everyone was like, no, but that's it. <laughs> Yeah, no, he was definitely that kid who was like had his like warp tour outfit planned and he was like wearing eyeliner and got and super excited about it. Like he definitely mm-hmm. had a bang. Like straight into them. But he hair. also was like late twenties probably during warp tour, right? Or maybe like mid early twenties. Well he's like what is he, like almost forty mm-hmm. now, like thirty seven ish? Well, Jax oh, is like 41. You know what I realized is that Craig is the same age as Ashley Darby, and I don't know why, but that that little piece of information really rocked my world. Okay. Ages is the most fun thing. When ever. you see who's the same age, it's the best thing ever. Ever. Well, and it shows you how how much of a difference it makes how they, like, yeah. how they do the production and how they kind of frame it. Because, like, Summer House and Southern Charm, you're still, the vibe is that these are, like, young and sexy singles. And it's, like, Shep's 40. Shep? Like, what are we doing Kyle here? Kyle like, is literally 40. <laughs> Kyle is 40. Yeah, and I think it's, when you think about the fact that we are now in an era where like several housewives are younger than that, like Crystal's in her thirties, Ebony's in her thirties, Mia's in her thirties, Ashley, Candace, like it is not 
all of our housewives are not 50 years old. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's funny to think that like half of the cast members on these quote unquote like young shows are like older than a bunch of housewives. Yeah, it's it's mind blowing. Because you just picture Kyle with the with the wig on in the backyard, like pouring a beer over his face. And like he's the same age. King he's in the like bushes. older than Leah. Like it's even, sick. Even on Family Karma, it's interesting because they have like a super mm-hmm. wide age range. Like a lot. Most of them are in their 30s. But like Monica is 20 something. Brian's 29. Bali's obviously in her 40s. She's 40s. older. She's but 48, like, which blew my mind. She looks Phenomenal. She looks incredible, but it's funny because, like, I think because of the parental dynamic, like, that's not culturally something that I'm super used to. So mm-hmm. in my mind, they're all like younger than they are. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, much to consider. What are your thoughts on Family Karma? Did you guys watch Watch What Happens Live, the reunion? I didn't. I didn't watch Watch What Happens. Okay. I've like this week is tough for me because I'm like very into the Olympics, so I'm literally like, okay, like I watch. I Yes. Yeah, I watched like 13 races of swimming last night. Oh, yeah. Guys, I have not watched a single <laughs> minute of the Olympics. The Olympics is amazing. I always get really into it. I was, um, our it's friend so cool. Sarah Galley, I was talking to this morning mm-hmm. and she was like, she's like, I have to like set a reminder to watch the Olympics. I'm like, babe, it's always on. Just like turn on the yeah. TV. <laughs> Swimming's my favorite. Swimming's my favorite to watch. I think I'm like a winter. Yeah. Olympics gal like I like the skiing okay. and I like all right. the figure skating the winter Olympics are in six months what? so you don't have to I know, it's crazy <laughs> wait why where where are they it, they're in Be- Beijing okay why are they always in like Japan and China I feel like I've never experienced an Olympics where it's not in Asia I think the I think like China specifically just like really wanted it because they're trying to like boost their profile I don't know but like I think they were not that hard to get. Okay. Like, I feel like the Olympics are such a pain in the ass now that usually there's only, like, two places that want them, so it's not that complicated. So I always joke with my parents that, like, for years now, that I blame them that I'm not in the Olympics. Like, and then it all of a sudden became, like, a meme, and I was like, wait, I've been saying this for years. What would your what sport be? Like, doesn't, I don't know. Oh. It's a, like, I don't know. I Okay, to be honest, I'm really good at the backstroke. So, like, I think oh. I would do, like, the women's backstroke. 100 meter. Okay, Katie Ledecky. 100 meter. meter. They lost last night. I'm really upset. They did? Katie Ledecky was the anchor last night. They, they, I mean, they got the silver. No, but they didn't lose. They were, they literally they got came the from behind to win the silver. Yeah. I keep, I always, I you have to get better. You can't lose a silver medal Correct. at the Olympics. No, no, no. I, when I say lose which is really bad. I mean, they didn't get gold. Okay. <laughs> but meddling at the Olympics is still really a great accomplishment, and silver's amazing, and U.S. Is still has the most medals so far. So. And Sam is over here like, okay, there's a pool. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> okay, got my floaties, got my noodle, Ramona oh noodle. But, Ramona noodle. Um, oh, God. Who are you to get me wet? <laughs> I loved when in the reunion for season, what was that, 10? When Ramona told Andy that she can't swim when they were on the boat in Cartagena, he was like, what do you mean you can't swim? She's like, Andy, why do you think I always have noodles? Like, I don't know how to swim. And he, it was like this really funny moment between them where it was like they've known each other for like 20 years. And he was like, yeah, oh, that. OK, it's Ramona is one of those people where she has so many quirks and like I feel like she is such a like helpless person when it comes down to it. It's like. She can't, like, unpack her luggage by herself. She can't swim. She can't 
you know, like control her bowel movements. Like Mouth. Ramona needs a lot of help. Yeah, but yet she claims to be this yeah. like, really independent, like really. Like, right, she's like, I'm a, I'm a self-made woman. I was, I made a million dollars before I even met Mario. Oh my God, I can't. Last night, a lot of things she does pisses me off, but on this week's episode of New York, what she said really pissed me off when Leah was talking about just like protecting herself with her lawyer and everything, and Ramona was like, we don't need the money, basically. I ha- I don't need the money. If she makes a million dollars, good for her. I don't need the money. And Leah was like, well, I do. Right. And, and Ramona was like, really? Really? And I was like, what is it your business? And how do you know who needs money and what and who doesn't? Yeah. That really annoyed me. And then me. Rihanna chimed in last night. <gasps> yeah, she oh my did. God. Yeah, she fucking did. <laughs> oh, Rihanna has, God. like, the most interesting taste in Bravo Liberties. I this morning, and I agree. Because she's like, yeah. obviously she was like an Erica Jane stan for a while. Maybe still. Who knows? Yeah. Um, she like loves Heather Gay, which that is great. Duh. But then she also, um, who did she? Oh, she like loves Katie Maloney, which is like so random. So random. She follows Countess Luann. I don't see how Luann. that fits in. She follows yeah. Dorinda. She likes Karen, I think. Karen. Karen, Karen Huger. Huger. She loves big Karen Huger very fan. very funny. But it's like. It's funny because there's some like fan favorites in there, but then it gets random where it's like, okay, like. Feels weird. Karen and Leah, I think, have known each other, like known each you other think? through the grapevine for a. The, yeah, Leah has posted about it. Because Leah invented sweatpants, so. Oh, right. She invented athleisure. I forget. Her streetwear. Her streetwear. streetwear. Um, yes, yeah, she unfollowed me. Uh, and I don't think I've ever said anything bad about Leah. I've just like. Wait, I, say I the think. obvious. Like. I think Leah might have done like a mass unfollowing of Bravo, Bravo accounts because I don't think she follows our account anymore. And like we're still fr- we're still like friendly with her. She was on our show two weeks ago, I, yeah. and I feel like she's just kind of like detaching a little well, bit. Well, I think she probably feels very like shocked by people's reactions yeah. to yeah. her. I like, uh, which I still don't see. I, I don't. Do know. you remember? A couple years ago, when Tamra like unfollowed every Bravo account because blocked she me. was like going through it. Yeah. Are you still no, blocked? She me. I was gonna give you the whole breast implant journey update. Oh, no, I'm following it. <laughs> the drains are out. Dra- That's like more like nice to be unblocked because that means she went through and took the time yeah. to see who she blocked and unblocked. Like for me, what's really weird is Jesse James Decker didn't fully block me, but she blocked me from viewing her stories. Oh, I've done that before, But that's before, really actually. weird. What did you do to her? I just talk shit, because I can't stand Oh, you that. you love a deep dive on Jesse James Decker's <laughs> massive life. I love it. I, that is one thing, like, I can't take I, that on. People have asked, so, like, I do Pop Alarm. It's, mm-hmm. like, a daily pop culture podcast. It's just, like, five minutes, quick hits. Plug. And people will be like, what's going on with Jesse James Decker? And I'm like, I don't. It would take know. me five years to dig through that like let alone to talk about it in a five minute episode like there's just simply no- she's with a-rod right now what? shut the f- yeah she's what with- in france but wasn't yes. a-rod with with some other chick yeah they're driving all past jlo's yacht yeah. is eric not in- no eric is, is eric there. not oh A-Rod all right posted- well you let it with like oh no not like they're together she's with a-rod i was oh. like oh no sorry no they're friends is madison there <laughs> madison? Oh, God. so the thing is Ma- Jesse James Decker is that type of person where, because I haven't done a deep dive either, but I am aware of who she is forever because mm-hmm. obviously I watched her show on Eric e. and Jesse. But <laughs> Eric and Jesse, yeah. So she's like that sweetheart 
that everyone loves, but there's so much that people, so it's, you always like love those celebrities where it's like, how did you get away with that? Like, how are you still in your position? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. There's another chick that I always get Jesse James Decker confused with. Her sister. Jenna Kramer. (laughs) No. Yes. Yeah. Another, (laughs) another, uh, like another like pseudo country singer who like has a lot of personal life issues and is very public about them. Very. Very public. Like, <laughs> I, I like don't know who she is, but I see her on my Instagram every single day with her relationship with this, with this. And I'm like, who is this chick? And then I'm watching One Tree Hill right now. And I obviously look up the cast yeah. and I see her and I'm like, who is this? And why is she like everywhere now? Yeah. But is she a singer too? Yes. Yeah. I think she had like one song. Uh, Question. Actress. Jennifer. I I don't know. All right. She was on Dancing with the Stars once. That's all I know. Well, they've all been on Dancing with the Stars. Who hasn't? Whomst among us. So let's circle back to Bravo. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let's circle back. I, so I personally am tired of the question of like, what do we do about New York? But I want to know what you Mm -hmm. guys think, because I don't know what to do about it. I will say I'm curious to see kind of how this season ends in terms of like, where Ramona lands with yeah, like, is, do you think she's Ebony. gonna get fired? I would love for her to not come back, but at the same time, I feel like it's hard because she has survived so much on the show. It's hard for me to like truly feel like she is going to get fired. And I kind of was the same. I had the same mindset a little bit with Kelly Dodd, where I was like, they obviously like they should fire her. Like they have every reason to. But I didn't. I couldn't like let mm-hmm. myself fully believe it because I didn't want to be like let down Mm -hmm. um but my like ideal season 14 situation would be no Ramona Luann maybe a friend of but definitely not full-time and then I would love to see Dorinda and Tinsley return and then like one or two people full time and probably no Bershawn, but TBD based on the rest of the season. I would, yeah, because I think I think they have I would love to see how they were in a season that wasn't so fraught yeah. with bullshit. Like, because I think Leah obviously people really liked Leah last season, and last season was a lot lighter. And I think like she could kind of bring it back. And also I think Ebony could have more fun and kind of let loose in a cast that wasn't yeah. like a dumpster fire. Yeah. I think that they're not scared that if Ramona doesn't come back, like no one will watch the show. I don't think that's like a factor. And I think that they're kind of reaching the point where like it's they're yeah. questioning. They're like, is it time? Like, is it time for the ultimate cast shakeup? And like the three of them have been on for so mm-hmm. long together, by the way, that it's like it's going to be a thing when they change it up. So it's like, are they going to do it slowly and bring Dorinda back? They can't bring Dorinda back without like at least one of them. That it, that wouldn't make sense to me. So I think, I think that Sonia would be the one to stay. And also yeah. I would want her to be the one to stay if it were up to me. It's not. And also I would love to see Tinsley back too, because I love the Tinsley and Leah dynamic. She's single now. Exactly. Like she, it, we're waiting for it. And now Dylan, I feel like that I'm going to be let down. Like the thing that's tough about Tinsley though, is like, I feel like with Dorinda, it's safe to assume that they're considering it. Like they kind of mm-hmm. said she was on pause, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, she would totally do it in a heartbeat. Whereas like with Tinsley, I don't really have a solid concept of like 
would she come back? Would Bravo want her back? Like, is that something that they... Because, you know, we always come up with these, like, Mm -hmm. fan theories and stuff. And it's like, I don't know if that's, like, realistic in the same way that Dorinda probably is. Yeah. Same with Bethany. People are like, now that she's not doing her HBO deal, she's she's free to come back to Bravo. And it's like, Bethany, I think, would have to be, like, down bad to want to come back to Housewives. And I don't think she is. I think she's, like... I can't make a second return. (laughs) I think she's, like, kind of done with the... Maybe done with TV for now, but, like... I don't think she's, like, desperate enough to come back. I have PTSD from, like, wanting Tamara and Vicky to be gone and then them making that decision, and now I'm like, where are they? So I, like, get very gun-shy about, like, calling for people to be fired, especially, like, an OG like Ramona. Like, I get how people want her gone, but at the same time, I get, like, scared. No. I, I agree. I think I we actually talked about that recently where, like, I want Tamara to come back. I think she's an Andy a loves great her. housewife in general. I... I will not, I don't think, if I picture the show right now, if Ramona wasn't in an episode, I wouldn't be upset. I think the problem is what what happened with OC was they... She's not funny anymore. They got rid of those two people and they didn't really have mm-hmm. like a foundation in place. And I think they thought that like Shannon and Kelly was going to be enough and it just right. wasn't. Yeah. And I, f- I do worry that, like, this season with New York, we're talking about how the issue is that they don't have enough people and, you know, there's not enough going on. So, like, I think it, they risk having a similar situation where it's like, okay, if you were to get rid of Ramona and let's say Luann, like, I don't actually know if Leah, Ebony, and Sonia is, like, enough to build right. on for a good season. So it's, like, yeah, it's I I know what you – I totally understand what you mean where it's, like, sometimes just firing someone isn't actually going to make this season better if you don't have, like, the right puzzle pieces in place. I don't know what the producers were doing this year. They, like, took time off. You know what else was sad about this week's episode is they actually did have I a know. party. Like, they were at a bar or restaurant, and it was bo- – it looked boring as fuck it was just strange it was weird to me how they were just like we invited boys i'm like what and it and it wasn't the same like it wasn't like lively like when they would go to like boutique and like there was boys coming in and out going to the bathroom together and it was fun this was like none of these women have chemistry together so it's like it just felt very it felt like four different parties i was like i don't know what's going on Right, and it wasn't like the guys showing up to an event. It was clearly like, okay, get here at 8.30 to film. You'll do your COVID rapid test outside and then walk in. Like, yeah. it was like... It felt very It felt on. very like, okay, I'm here because they, t- they told me to be here. Not like, oh, there's a party that I'm going to and, like, maybe I'll be yeah. on camera and, like, maybe I'll see Ramona. But, like, it's just hard because obviously, like, I understand with COVID they're not going to have a party with 50 girlfriends, but, like... You know Ramona probably still did. We've seen so many of these parties now where it's, like, they're trying to make it seem like a legit fun party, but there's only six people there happening. and it just and is some of them, difficult. Like, I don't care if you're sober. That's totally fine. Like, I respect it. But, like, you're having this party with six yeah. people... And some of them are sober. So it's like, you're not, it's just felt very weird. The party felt weird. Yeah. Like I would have rather, if I was invited and I went, I probably would have preferred to have stayed home in my pajamas. Yeah. I don't know why we haven't seen more kind of like at home house party event dinner type of things. Cause like, house, I guess like a party with, in the townhouse. I know. Are you kidding me? 
with Roni, like we've barely even been in the city this season, but we had that townhouse brunch, which I actually really yes. enjoyed mm-hmm. in the first episode. And then other than that, like Ebony had her election night thing, I guess, but like half the women didn't go to that. Like it just feels very like they're like searching for things to do. And it's like, just hang out at your houses. It just feels weird. Um, so to wrap up, I'm just going to ask you, who is your favorite housewife currently? On any Bravo Housewife show, current. Okay, mine currently is Garcelle. Okay. I am yeah. I am really loving her energy this season. I love that I enjoyed her last season, but I love that this year she feel is like super present and feels a little more committed to Housewives. And I have really enjoyed I feel like she's one of those people where she's in she's in a good position of not really needing to be there as much as some other people. And so she can just have fun. She can ask questions when she feels like it. She is like putting Rinna's feet to the fire a little bit, which I love to see. Yeah. Um, and I just think she's like beautiful and a good person. And I'm just having fun. I with have her, a lot. So. I love her too. I think yeah. her and Sutton are like incredible and crystal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think Garcelle and Crystal are incredible. Anyway, um, okay, I don't know if this counts okay. because she doesn't hold a diamond, but oh, it has to go to Cat. It has to go to Cassie Hilton. Like it, it just has to because, and that's really sad that I'm choosing her over an actual housewife. But like, what she has brought this season is nothing com- like anyone has ever done in the past, and it's her commentary, it's her jokes, it's her. Even in serious moments, like she is just an all around right now. And it, it, that's my answer. It has to go to her. She, oh my God. I think she makes people excited. (laughs) Yeah. I appreciate that Kathy is in a friend role, but is really seems committed to being pretty much at everything. Cause when they announced that she was going to be a friend, it's like, you don't know whether that means she's just going to kind of show up randomly throughout the season. Yeah. But she really has been at every group event this season and she's gone on both trips. Yeah. I thought when they brought her on, it was, she would be at like a dinner or we would see her and Kyle maybe talk for a minute. I didn't think it would be like this and I'm very pleasantly surprised. Right. And they're giving, I mean, obviously we're all enjoying her, so it makes sense, but they're giving her a lot of screen time. You know, she's good in a confessional. Um, And I like getting to see, because obviously she's always been sort of around, but like seeing her get to know the other women better is fun because it's like she's never really been in the group. Yeah, I agree. And she's even been in scenes without Kyle, which because she doesn't like need her sister to be on the show. I agree. Like when she was with Crystal and Erica, when she she just like let them play tennis at her house. I was like. (laughs) I I love that. She's like, I'll be asleep, but you can use the tennis court. Yeah, I was like, you're so rich. It's sick. Absolutely sick. All right. Well, I just want to thank you guys so much for coming on today and let everyone know where they can find you and follow you. Follow at Bravo by Betches for all the Bravo content. You can follow me at Dylan Hafer, Barry's at Barry Rosenfeld. Yeah, this was so much fun. Listen to Mention It All, wherever you're listening to Hot Off The Mess. (laughs) Thanks, Sam. All right, bye. 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 Here's to the great American settlers. 
The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler, I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. The best food in the world isn't on your typical delivery apps. It's right down the street in your very own neighborhood. With Chef, you can enjoy authentic dishes from over 90 different countries, freshly prepared by your local neighbors and delivered right to your door. With over 1 million dishes served, your local cooks spend hours preparing your meals with care plus attention you won't find anywhere else. Explore a world of flavor today at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com.